Welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and Witches. Witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. How you doing, Monica? I'm hanging in there. Had a trip to the dentist today. Had a couple of teeth pulled, but all in all, I'm hanging in there. How about you? That sounds like a fabulous oh, Monday, uh, if you uh, ask uh, me. It was not a fun day. <laughs> not a fun day. But it's better than having a toothache. This is true. This sure. is. You know what? I know... How do I put this? I know so many people that are witches that have teeth problems. I know more yeah. witches with teeth problems than I do regular folks with teeth problems. That's interesting. I never I, heard that. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I, maybe because I spend more time around witches than I do be. regular people that it just seems that way to me. Yeah, that's probably what it is. But I'm beginning to think that it's just that thing as we all evolve into like the green old crone with like one tooth and like the wart on your nose. You know what I mean? I feel like oh it's God. just part of that transition into your witchdom. Oh my God. Let's hope not. <laughs> How are you doing, girl? I'm good. I'm I'm here. We're, I'm here. We're, we're live together. We're not doing this via phone. So that's kind of neat. Yeah. You know, the pandemic is still happening, of course, as you know, but we're being very cautious in everything right supposedly so as much as we can we've learned how to wash our hands yes and drink water and cover our faces and do all that stuff and i hope everybody out there is staying safe and healthy that's what we need to do right now everyone just make good life choices that's all we ask good life choices now i notice that you're not drinking anything today i'm not my body's uh check engine light is on it feels I Okay, I'm just saying, you know, some people, quarantine is different for everyone, but while most people haven't shaved their legs or put on a bra, I feel very efficient there. I've also mastered the art of day drinking, and today it's day drinking water. Aha. Uh-huh. Because once in a while, you got to show some love to your kidneys and your liver. And you got to clear out your body as well. That's very true. We're also going to go on a trip pretty soon, and you know I'm going to be hitting it hard there, so I may just be prepping. Okay, I see, I see, I see. There is a method to my madness. Uh-huh, you better save it up. Yeah, save it up for the trip, I mm-hmm. would say so, yeah. So, today we have a special little treat for everybody. Um, for those of you that, that know us and know Monica, we know that Monica is the fucking candle master. And her candles are amazing, and she has such a wealth of knowledge, and they're just really badass. And today, we're going to be talking about candle magic. Yes, we are. We're talking about planetary candle magic. And I'm going to give you some information on colors, days, and herbs and oils that you can use. And But the first question I'm going to quiz you with, okay? Oh, dang. I'm getting a quiz, guys. Uh, Fuck. What are the three things necessary to perform magic? Intention. Yeah. Or, or need. Right. A need. Um, a virgin sacrifice. No. I know the answer to this, too, and I'm failing right now. Knowledge. Okay, need, knowledge, and, and what? The emotion. Emotion. Or what the intent. That? I just said intent, and you were like, eh. Yeah, but you changed that to need after you said that. So. Because you gave me a funny look. That's not <laughs> fair. You psyched me out. I think I should get two out of three. Okay, two out of three. So All it's right. the need, emotion, and knowledge. So when you carve a candle, the seal is released into the astral realm through the energy of fire. 
And before we do anything in the physical plane, it must take place on the astral plane. So when we carve a candle, and I'm talking about carving a candle properly with a specific desired goal, its info is released into the astral to manifest back to the physical. That's how that works. Um, so that's how candle magic works. Um, now, there are some kind of rules here, which I always include. And that is the difference between need and want. It's one thing to need something to do magic for and one thing to want it. So in other words, if you need the rent to pay the rent to keep your house and your children housed and warm, that's a need. If you want those extra pair of high heels with the red bottoms, that's not really a need. Mm -hmm. So you have to really uh, think about what you're asking for when you do some magic. And of course, we never do any magic, any kind of magic, to manipulate the free will of someone else. Mm -hmm. So even with candle magic, if you feel so compelled that you want to do a candle for someone, you're just not going to do it without their permission. But not everybody's in our realm, let's face it. Everybody is different, and some people are mundane, and some people are religious, and the quickest and easiest way to help someone out if you want to do a candle for them is by saying this, can I do a prayer candle for you? It is like a prayer. It's a different kind of prayer, but it's a prayer. And I think people would be more open to that who are not involved in witchcraft or the craft because if they go to church, they see all those candles burning, they can understand the purpose. So they probably will give you um, the okay on that. Have you ever seen how upset like a really hardcore anti-magic person gets when you explain that blowing out birthday candles is just witchcraft? Oh, yeah. See, they don't care. <clears throat> no. Okay. They don't care. Circling back real quick, though, when we're talking about need versus want and how it's more appropriate to do candle magic when you need to pay the rent versus when you need to buy your shoes. Right, exactly. But does that mean that it's wrong to do magic for what you want? Because where does, I well, mean... I mean, where do you draw the line? If it's something that, I mean, do you really need it? I mean, I guess you could do something for you want, like if if you really want something, but you may not get it. That's kind of where I see it. Because I've done magic for things that I want. Yeah, sure. I mean, um, me too. But I mean, but I don't. Firstly, I don't expect it though. That's the thing. It's like when I do it, like I might throw it out there to the universe or to my deities and be like, "Hey, I really want to go on this trip." That that's what I've done. That's like my want is when I want to travel somewhere and I need the time off or the money or whatever I need to help get me there. Okay. Um, and I just kind of ask for it, but it's it's like I hope I get it, but I don't expect like I don't have my hand out like where the fuck is my stuff right. I don't I don't do that yeah and when you if you're asking for something you want be realistic especially if it's money you're not going to want to uh, ask for a million dollars because you know probably you're not going to get it unfortunately yeah but that's still just a probably so there's still a chance and you know I love candle magic because you get your answer either way mm -hmm. so you do the work and 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 you know the magic begins with the first thought process so by thinking about it on Monday, the magic is already done if you want to do work on Friday. The magic is already in the atmosphere. It's already working. Um, and after you do the, the work, you'll, it's either going to be instantaneous. It could take a little while. But after a while, if it's not coming to you, guess what? That's your answer. You're not supposed to have it at that time. So yeah. it's pretty cut and dry. So that's why I love it so much. And one thing I'll say, because one thing that Monica and I do as a service is we, we do create candles for people. Right. And... You know, we have to go through this spiel with them sometimes of, you know, need versus want, manipulating people. Because I think the biggest one that you see a lot of is love magic. Oh, big time. Huge. People want 
who they want. Uh-huh. And it's like, I can't fault them. The heart wants what the heart wants. But when I tell them, like, I can't throw this person's name on a candle. And at that point, like, whatever they do with it after I, I give it to them, that is on them. I can't control that. However, right. when they come back to me, they're like, well, it didn't work. Well, and I'm like, not. well... It's not fucking supposed to. It's not meant to be. It's not meant to be. And that's one thing I think everyone needs to just remember with magic in general is that when things aren't meant to be, it's just not meant to be. Whether it be love, money, power, whatever the hell it is that we're, we're spellcrafting for. And that doesn't mean you can get mad at <clears throat> yourself or the practitioner or the universe or whatever later because you didn't get it. Right. Because we don't always get what we want. I know. I I always sang that song to my kids when they were younger. They want, want, want. I used to go, you can't always get what you want. So You know what? They hated it. Yeah, because I'm like getting angry thinking about it because I can't remember my dad doing that shit. And I'm like, you know what? That's not fair. Yeah, well, I mean, it's true though. So be realistic in what you're asking for and be clear about your intentions because if you're fickle or indecisive that's what your magic is going to turn out to to be okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so what do i mean by be specific without being specific okay uh let me give you an example in love magic without stating a specific person's name make sure you put it out there very clearly whether you want a male or a female because i have done Mm -hmm. magic for people love magic without being specific and they would call me guess what your candle worked, but they sent me the same sex. And I'm like, oops, sorry about that. So make sure your intention is clear about whether you want male or female. If you want emotional love or just a friendship, you could even get specific to say what kind, what do you want this person to look like? You want them to be tall or short, rich, compassionate, have a sense of humor, uh, you know, um, sexual. I mean, you know, the list goes on, but you can be, you know, specific in writing your list about without being specific in naming someone yes but also don't think that you're gonna try and pull a fast one on the universe because when you're just listing everything about this person and you're really really focusing on one person and then just because you don't name them you think you're being fucking slick yeah the universe got jokes and you better be ready for them okay because yeah because that's not so that that's one thing that i will say um when I'm not in the correct headspace for magic or if I'm doing magic for someone that I know isn't in the correct headspace for it at that time. Because let's face it, when we get fixated on something, even if it's toxic, like we're fixated, it's very hard to get off of that. Yeah, sure. I just, I'm like, hey, why don't we not do this right now? Why don't we return to this in a week or so? Right. And if you still want it, then you still want it. And I, I, this sounds silly, but I kind of treat witchcraft in that sense almost like I do haircuts because sometimes I'll get a wild hair up my ass and want to like chop off all my hair or cut bangs or do something crazy and I'm like why don't I wait two weeks and see how I feel then if I still want it then I'll go for it and sometimes that's a good kind of approach to take a little bit I think so too choose your magic wisely Mm -hmm. for sure well let me give you an example of of but magic is very tricky as -hmm. you know I mean uh, the universe kind of sometimes throws curveballs at us. For instance, I knew someone who did a candle because they couldn't stand their noisy neighbors. And they just wanted those neighbors to be gone. Well, guess what? A couple of weeks later, this person that did the candle got a job offer in another state. And guess what? No more noisy neighbors because she was moving to another state. So mm-hmm. it's really gotcha. funny how magic can work. So 
You never know sometimes what you're going to manifest. So be very careful. Yes. Yes. Do you feel like that's something that could have been uh, tightened like more specifically? Or do you think that that's just what was going to be? Uh, I think that's just what was going to be. That you asked for it. Guess what? You don't want those neighbors anymore. I'll send you someplace else. You don't have those neighbors anymore. You know, I've had people ask me that like, like magic for shitty neighbors. And because I've heard things like that, I know this one girl that tried to like, hot foot her roommate with hot foot powder and oh, she ended up hot footing herself <laughs> and i'm like well like you don't have that roommate now yeah you, you know so i think about so i don't know when it comes to just like shitty neighbors shitty roommate magic like you want to just be careful yeah, because again yeah, universe got jokes they do and they they uh you just never know so it's very interesting how things can turn out um so some of the common questions i get is uh, how long does it take? And like I said before, it could be instantaneous or it could be a couple of weeks. But if it's going into a couple of months, you know that you're just not going to get what you, you asked for. Try again at a later time. Um, and when I do candle magic, I let it burn all the way down. So you always want to put your candle in a safe spot in case it gets tipped over an earthquake or animals or somebody and um, you want to put it in a safe spot where it's going to burn all the way down, where no one's going to blow it out, because that has happened to me a million times in the middle of a spell. And then someone comes into my house, we're leaving, and they go to blow out the candles because they don't want the house on fire. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe you just blew the magic away. Thank you very much. <laughs> and and it's not even one of my friends. And that's the, the rough part. It was my roommate's daughter. So, oh I mean, the, the intentions were good. She didn't want the house to go on fire, but... Don't touch my shit. We're going back to that. Don't touch my shit. Okay? Don't fuck with my candles. Don't fuck with my candles. Don't <laughs> touch my shit. Okay. Okay, but when we're talking about places to keep it that are safe, some people will burn them in cauldrons. Yes. Um, we regularly tell people to use spaghetti pots. Yep. Not you because know. we're Italians or stragas. Just because it's a safe uh, container to, to yeah, like to burn them and in. like in a big pot with a little bit of water at the in the end or just in the pot, yeah. and then you can leave it up high on your stove or something. That way, if it tips over, it explodes whatever it's exactly. it's contained exactly. So and trust us, Drake, to rope it back to a spaghetti pot. Yeah, of course. I got to keep with the, the groove. But here, you know where I actually started burning mine is in my fireplace. I'm That's a great enough, place to do. It. Yeah. Yep. I'm fortunate are. enough to have a, have a fireplace, so I will burn all my candles in there. I have and... a fireplace too. I never thought of it though. That's funny. Huh. And it's really cool, especially like uh, sometimes when I do like candle specials for stuff, and I'll burn a bunch of people's candles um, at my house. It just lights up my whole fireplace. It's really cool, and then I don't have to worry about it. And yes. I have like glass doors and stuff on my fireplace, so, so if stuff wants to explode or it do its thing, it can, and I'll have to worry about it. Sometimes candles do explode, mm -hmm. and um, when they, if they do, you want to make sure they're in a safe spot like that. But what that means is the magic is done. Boom, done, finished. Yeah. If your candle you're burning happens to go out three times, you know sometimes it's the wax on top that's uh, snuffing out the flame. Um, just. Drain the wax, relight it. If you have to relight it more than three times, it's a do-over because that means you have interference somewhere. So that's the rules of um, how to how to burn a candle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, one time I had a friend and we did a job candle for her. She was having a really hard time with her coworkers. She wanted a new job. Um, and she kept trying to light the candle and it just, it would what stay lit. Out, huh? No, it just would not stay lit. And so finally she kind of figured that it was like interference from her coworkers. So she just kind of like stood there and like yelled in the general atmosphere yeah. 
and like just was like fuck you and blah and just kind of all the things that she wished that she could say to her coworkers to tell them just back off and just fuck right off she just yelled and said and then she lit her candle and it stayed lit wow crazy yeah, huh? it was it was impressive i'm like that's all right really then. impressive because you know those coworkers are not doing anything magically it's just their their attitude and their the, the bad vibes they're sending but again, magic starts with the first thought. So, you kidding. know, they're sending that shitty juju out there. You're not kidding. We're not kidding. So let's start with the, with the first day of the week, which is Sunday. And um, if you, what I suggest is you have to have a candle like that's um, a good size that you can use some kind of instrument. You can use, um, Let's see, a carving instrument. You can use a pen that has no ink anymore. You can use a quill. Um, sometimes you can find hair things that you can use or nails. I've seen many different people use very different things. Embossing so, pens from the dollar store are really good. Embossing pens, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you get a tool, which will become your ma magical tool, so that you can actually draw on the wax, okay? And what you would do is, since this is not in person, I can't show you all these good veves and, and seals I got, but you would do the planetary image of the sun, because we're going to start at Sunday. And it usually is just like a circle with a little dot in the middle, but you can look it up in a, on any astro thing. They'll show you the, the planetary symbols that you can use. Just Google it. Just yeah, just Google, Google the symbols. Search, yeah. So the colors that you would use for this day would be yellow or gold because that is the colors of the sun. And why would you do this candle? For what purpose? So any kind of success, um, it kind of puts you in the spotlight. It is for employers. It is for world leadership. Um, it is. It helps clear lung disorders. It's for confidence and hope. Um, it's for inspiration. So that's some of the things that you can do your, your gold candle on Sunday for. And... What we do is we add boosters to the candle work. And what do I mean by that? Like, you know, when you go to Jamba Juice or one of these juice places, they ask if you want a booster in your drink. Well, this is a booster for your candle work. And what it is is herbs or um, stones or anything else that you're going to add to make it more powerful. So if you have um, a, happen to find a candle that's in glass that you could take out, in the bottom of the glass, you would put some herbs for Sunday, which would be lemon balm, uh, clover, frankincense works good. Of course, the go-to rosemary. Um, rue works well as well. Um, High John works. Cinnamon. And these are things that you can easily access. At your, some of these things you can easily access at your, your grocery store. If you're growing some herbs, more power to you. It makes it more powerful because mm -hmm. you're like harvesting them. It's really good. You know, I'm good at planting vegetables and flowers. Like I got all that going. That's fine. Herbs, herbs are hard. Yeah, a little hard, but it's possible. Uh -huh. It's not impossible. I, I managed to grow rue really easily. Um, but sometimes, especially like with some of the more culinary herbs though, that I'll try and get, I feel bad cause you know, it's just such a fucking death sentence for them and I'm all happy just carrying them back to my home. Where they're just awaiting their impending doom. Oh. Well, <laughs> I'll get there one day. Well, you know, um, and what I want to recommend, what I do recommend is keeping your herbs, your magical herbs, separate from your kitchen herbs. Would I use a kitchen herb in case of an emergency? Maybe. But I like to keep my magical stuff separate from my cooking stuff. And I shouldn't be admitting this. I already have. I, I, I can have. feel the fucking daggers from Monica driving right into me. But I'm sorry. 
back in the day when everyone was broke as fuck living in little mud fucking huts, they were like, oh, that's my culinary rosemary. I can't touch that. I'm sorry. You just, you use what you fucking have. But guess what? We're not back in the day. We are not. But I'm just saying (laughs) if it just happens to be the middle of the night and I'm doing some weird shit and I need to get something out of my kitchen, a bitch is going to go into her kitchen. (laughs) Okay. Well, (laughs) now... If you don't have a glass to put the herbs in, you can certainly put the herbs around the outside of the candle, along with some booster crystals like amber, tiger's eye, or carnelian would be very beneficial. My only caution to people that want to put crystals with their candle magic, I think it's fine when you put them around the candle. but not inside. Don't put them inside a glass jar and do it because it's going to be almost impossible to get that crystal back out after the wax melts yeah, down and yeah, everything. Yeah, you want to keep your crystals. Yeah. The only time I don't recommend keeping a crystal if you're doing some devastating magic like uncrossing or banishing really something heavy and you're using a black stone, you want to kind of get rid of it because mm-hmm. it's absorbing all of that. So. 100%. Okay, so that's some of the things. So you would, what you would do is you would carve the um, symbol of the sun on the candle along with your full birth name and date. And then you would take a corresponding oil. One of the um, herbs also have oils um, corresponding, like cinnamon oil, hydron oil, lemon balm. Um, And you would just rub that candle with that oil. Mm -hmm. And then you would charge your candle by saying, I do it by the four quarters and by the god and goddess. And then, you know, because you have to charge it or it's worth nothing. All that work is not worth nothing. So I go to the, each of the quarters and I charge the candle by the north, east, south, and west by the goddess and God. And then I light it and I let it go. You got to let that work go. You can't be looking at it every five minutes. Don't do that. Don't be a, like, don't be a haunt. Okay. With your candle work. That's a good way to put it. I like that. Don't be a haunt. Yeah. I always tell people, you don't want your boss to be breathing down your neck while you're doing something. Exactly. You so, know, you know, you let it do its thing. Let it go. Let just let it go. That's the best way to do it. Check on it occasionally. Make sure it's still lit. Uh, did I say this already? If it goes out more than three times, yes. it's a do-over. Okay. Now, did you say, I, did I, I might have spaced out here because, uh, because I need more coffee. Um, did we talk about what you do magic on Sundays for? Yes, yeah. we did. Okay. Where was we, I? We did. I don't I checked know. Out for go? a minute. I don't know, but I'm back. Okay, good. I'm glad <laughs> you're back. Okay, so let's go to Monday. Now, this is planetary magic. So we're not doing moon cycles. We're just doing planetary cycles. Um, Monday is the day of the moon. Moon, right? And the colors are white or silver. And um, and the some of the things that you would do uh, Monday magic or moon magic for would be uh, motherhood if you want to conceive, um, intuition, sea magic, spirituality, serenity, calming and peace and harmony, protection house blessings it calms the nerves and it is definitely goddess work Mm -hmm. okay so that would be a white or silver candle and you would draw the symbol of the moon on it carve it in and you would add your herbs which would be and these are just some of the herbs and i will recommend give you good recommendation for books cedar sage chamomile bay thyme eucalyptus poppy some lemon um lemon balm moonwort and you have, would, would you say, I don't mean to interrupt, but like okay. when we're talking about um, 
the correspondences here. So when we talk more about like divine feminine work, inner femininity, that inner goddess work, yes. for it would, would you say that would fall on a Monday then? Or oh, yeah, I, yeah, that okay, would fall on a Monday. And some of the stones you can use. Can you guess just by the name of the the planet? Oh, I don't know, sunstone. Uh, no. <laughs> Try again, moonstone. Moonstone, <laughs> moonstone, clear quartz. And just know when in doubt. Clear quartz encompasses all colors as well as the color white. If you don't have the proper uh, candle color, you can always use white and infuse with your with your mind the color into the candle. So white is the go-to. So there's Monday, what you can use it for and some of the, the boosters that you can use. I like it. Okay. I like it. Now, um, can't you use Monday for like home, yes, home stuff? Yes, home too? stuff. Yes. So if we were looking for a house or an apartment or something Monday... Monday, if you well, it has to do with home. If you're house searching, that's another day. Okay. Yeah, for house blessings, stuff like that. And you know what it also does? It also breaks uh, habits like alcohol, drugs. Why are you looking at me for that? Alcohol. I don't do drugs. Dang, woman. <laughs> so, I mean, harmony, again, spirituality also. So, that's Monday's work. So, I hope you guys are, are grooving on this. Okay. Next day, we have Tuesday, and that is the day of Mars. The color is red. red. So what you what would you use Tuesday for? What would you use Mars candles for? Well, sex. You want some good sex? Tuesday, all right? It also rules war, conflict, cops, soldiers, um, blood, surgical healing, lust, power, energy, defensive drive muscle wounds sports competitions it rules the military so that's tuesday and what are the herbs and the oils you know the herbs and the oils are like you can use whatever herbs in an oil form cinnamon is one damiana dragon's blood i love dragon's blood rosemary the all go-to herb um pepper basil allspice snapdragon tobacco mustard or some to say the least now, when we're talking about, like, conflict, confrontation, war, those kinds of things. Now, Mars really brings them. Mars is an action planet. Mars talks about our power, our anger, all of those things. Yes. But would you use this to kind of tip the scales of that conflict in your favor? Would you do it to end the conflict? Yeah, I think so. I think if you do it, the, the magic right, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because when you hear, like, oh, it's it's for conflict or war, like, my first thought is that it would perpetuate it almost, you know? Well, but it, it could, can... but it's your intentions, of course. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, it also rules the male sex organs, by the way. Okay, so. Um, she said that very knowingly, <laughs> didn't she, guys? <laughs> uh, stones that you can use for this is bloodstone, garnet, ruby, rhodochrosite, and rhodonite. That's some of the stones. So that's what you would do for Tuesday's magic. And don't forget the color is red. Mm-hmm. Giving you a quick and dirty uh, class here, guys. So there's more to it, but um, we're going to just do the basics today. All right. So here we are. We're on Wednesday, which is ruled by Mercury. Why did I have to look? I know that <laughs> one. What the fuck? <laughs> and the color is orange. And, of course, you're going to look up the, the planetary glyph and what it looks like. And what would you do Mercury magic for? Well, the big one is communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to travel, uh, it's for intelligence. It's for attraction. Great for studying and learning. You have a test to do. Get out that orange candle. Carve that Mercury glyph in there and get going. 
um, job hunting. Um, it also rules the stomach and mental disorders, by the way. It is for creativity and mm -hmm. analyzation and knowledge, and it also rules homosexuality. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, since Mercury retrograde is a big one because even muggles like to uh, blame that, Mercury yes. retrograde for fucking everything, uh, this is where you would do your Mercury retrograde candle, too. Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. So what herbs will be used for this? We would use lemongrass, rue, my favorite. We would use mint, verbena, some lavender, um, or mandrake. And the corresponding oils are the same. And, and some of the stones you can use are agates, aventurine, and pumice. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I like that. All right. Okay. So that is Wednesday. This is a quick and dirty lesson for you. Because usually this takes two weeks when I usually do this class. Mm -hmm. Thursday, very popular day for me making candles. I, I do a lot of Jupiterian energy ruled by Jupiter. The day is Thursday. And the colors are purple, and some people like to use blue, dark blue. And once in a blue moon, you'll see brown involved in this. And uh, what would you use this for? Business, for sure. Business expansion. You want to go gambling? Do a Jupiter candle, because it is for gambling and good luck. It is great for legal matters. It is great for spirituality to gain your psychic abilities if you want the truth, you're going to do it. Happiness, wisdom, fortune, uh, and mercy. So if you want someone, you want the truth on something, you're going to do a Jupiter candle. Okay, so some of the herbs are dandelion, clove, nutmeg, meadowsweet, hyssop, witchgrass, patchouli, pine, and anise. And can I just say... That you don't have to have a green thumb to get a dandelion. Yeah. You're not yeah. kidding. They go wild. <laughs> go on a little walk around your block. You'll be amazed at what you find growing in between the cracks in the sidewalks. Trust me. The most amazing things grow. I mean, I found the most amazing things. So some of the stones you can use are amethyst, sugilite, and of course, if you have sapphires laying around the house, throw a sapphire. Because who that. doesn't, you know? Oh, Just yeah. Like I have a million, don't you yeah, know? Yeah. Grab them out of my fucking gem drawer. No big deal. Um, when we're talking about gambler's luck and luck with Jupiter. Now, normally when I think of Jupiter, the first thing I go to is legal. Right. Me too. It's just I like mean, the first. legal. Yeah, that's what I do most, most of all the time I do legal candles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if we were going to craft a gambler's luck candle here. Yeah. Um, I mean, normally I think we've talked about this before too. When I think of luck, I think of red. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think it's because it's not a planetary thing. I think red is a lucky color. It, it's a powerful color. It's life force. It's that drive. Powerful. Yeah. And so, and I, to me, it's a fast color. And when I think of luck, I think of fast luck, mm. which can be different, you know, because fast luck, like, again, with the quickness. But, you know, it's, you know what, though? I did know one lady that did gambling magic but not um as like a fast luck thing because she's gonna you know hit the casino with her friends like she straight out had an altar with a little slot machine on it you know oh it was like God, slot cute. machine That's like adorable. piggy banks and That's shit adorable. and yeah. she would dress the slot machine with civet oil oh which is just like I, is it actually made out of civet pure it's like the glands from a civet like it actually yeah. comes from a big cat and it straight out smells like big cat pee it does it does oh but she would dress a slot machine in it, and she would, like, put little, like, playing cards underneath it and stuff. And, like, Great it was a idea. Full, That's a booster, it, yes. Oh, yeah. It was a full-on thing, and she'd dress, like, little coins and put it in the little slot machine and stuff. But you know what? Man, it worked. 
She hit it big every time she would go gambling, man. The house never won with her. Wow. So there is something to that. So I don't know um, if civet oil would would be considered there. I I try not to think about civet oil because, like Rue, it smells like cat pee. It does. It does. It's not a good smelling thing. Yeah. But if we were going to do, like, a fast luck thing for, um, like, for gambler's luck, where would you go with that? Because I think purple, I think Jupiter, and, like, pyrite. Yeah, well, I think that, like, they're thinking about the purple stones, like amethyst, pseudolite, stuff like that. See, I don't think amethyst vibes with that. I mean, the color-wise, I get it. Yeah. But but that's what okay. some of the stone crystals associated with it, yeah. So, um, it's also for happiness and fortune. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and for psychic abilities, it's great, too, to open up the third eye. Mm-hmm. And spirituality, of course. So, that's what you would do for... Um, Jupiter, um, that's on Thursday. I like it. Okay, here we come. Friday, Let's double see. whammy day. Mm-hmm. Venus, our, one of our favorite uh, planets and people, goddesses. Um, the colors are pink and green. This is the day for money magic and love magic. All our earthly desires. Cash, beauty, innocence, agricultural fertility. It's from music, and it rules all women, little girls, possessions, and emotional love. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of herbs would you use? Roses. Yes. Um, myrtle. Passion flower. Mm-hmm. Vanilla. Um, willow. Sweet peas. Birch. Heather. Catnip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And some of the stones you could use, of course, are rose quartz, pink calcite, and the green stones, which are emeralds, stuff like that, and ruby, if you have a few rubies hanging around. And yeah. coppers? Yeah. Copper is sacred to the Fe- goddess Venus. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, other, just like an easy one that, that you can get like at the store herb-wise that's good is baby's breath. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She, she's definitely a fan. There you go. So, um, if you need, and it's definitely for money and, and cash and love and romance, so... Can I just add something real sure. quick? Is so when we're because there's something that I've noticed here. So first off, when we're talking about love, key word here is emotional love. Emotional. Emotional love. love. If you just want some fucking good, Nookie, yeah, then you're gonna do Tuesday. You're gonna, you're do, gonna Mars. do Tuesday for lust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just want to get some. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta you gotta look at that. But then also Venus rules over money and possessions. So if you need money, right, it's Friday. Exactly. It's Friday. For if sure. you need. Uh, business expansion, which sometimes costs money when you're expanding your business, you would use what is that Thursday? Jupiter. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jupiter. And so those are things. And then, or if you're job hunting, then you'd want to use Mercury, which is Wednesday. Right. Exactly. House hunting, job hunting, anything that mm-hmm. you want to hunt down. Yeah. So that's just something to kind of keep in mind because I think when when we say money and money magic, it lays out this really broad general area, and it's those are three very different things. Now. When you're doing your money magic, another booster, like use your imagination. Something else you could put under your candle, around your candle, are coins and Mm -hmm. bills. Put some dollar bills under the candle. Put some coins around it. And then when the candle is done burning, collect what you put around it and carry it in a little mojo bag till it manifests. Or put it under your pillow till it manifests. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Now, almost at the end of our week, and here we come to Saturday. This is the day of Saturn. Saturn. And this is, the colors are black or brown. So what do we use Saturn magic for? 
banishings, uncrossings, reversals. It rules death. It rules spirit communication. It rules old age. It rules teeth and bones. It rules buildings, funerals, wills, negative magic, karmic lessons, vermin, and one of the nicer things, animal healings. So if you're going to do an animal healing, it would be brown candle. Um, some of the herbs you would use are, some of them are the poisonous ones like hemlock and belladonna, hard to find. You can also use morning glory, cypress, patchouli, um, hemp. I'm sure that's easily available. <laughs> Skullcap, slippery elm, wolf's bane. So, um, and you would use black stones, the onyx, the tourmaline, the jet, and even hematite you can use. And even snowflake obsidian and brown smoky quartz works really well, too. So any of those things you need on Saturday, that's the day to do it. And I think you could do a little bit of earth magic with that, too. Okay. Yeah, so that would be the Saturday. So, of course, what you would do is, again, you would uh, draw, carve that symbol in there, oil it with the corresponding oils, and light the candle, say your intentions. Now, I also said to write your, carve your name on the candle, but you can also write your name with any of the bloods on a piece of parchment if you don't want your name directly on that candle. Another way of doing it, just write it in. Of course, dragon's blood is kind of all purpose, but dove's blood for the love, um, bat's blood for the devastating magic or banishing and crossing, and dragon's blood for everything else. And so, I, I don't mean to interrupt sure. while I'm thinking about it. So you're saying you now I'm familiar with bat's blood, again, devastating magic. Right. Um, if you're doing it on crossing for yourself, do you want to write your own name in bat's blood? I wouldn't. I don't know if I would do that, but that's just usually because I think a bat's blood going to a darker place. Well, then substitute. I would do dragon's a dragon's blood. blood. Yeah. yeah, dragon's blood like punches it in. But yeah. so what you would do is you would write it on a piece of paper or parchment, a brown paper bag, and then you would roll it up like a joint. I mean, it's the easiest way I can describe <laughs> it. And after you light your candle, you would burn the paper on that brick and then dispose of it in an ashtray. Um, that's another way of doing it. Now. Sometimes we can't find candles that we can carve. Mm -hmm. you this know? is true. So another way of doing it, which I find very effective and just as good, is by using a Sharpie on the outside of the glass. Mm -hmm. It's really funny because back east we used to refer to those pens as magic markers. And I thought that was so <laughs> apropos. So I, you would take your magic marker, you would draw the symbol on there with your full birth name and date. And there are other things that you can add. Just do a little research. Like you can use runes. You can use, there are things called the planetary squares, which are like some of the squares are ridiculous. There's so many different numbers in it. It would take forever to do. But there are a few that have small squares that you can use. If you are using a planetary square, you have to start with the number one and find each number where it goes. Just don't copy the numbers from the book. Because it, that's the part of the magic of like concentrating and, and finding where the number is and filling in those little squares. Like, for instance, Saturn has a really small planetary square. There's only nine numbers in that square. There's a few that, have, that are very small, but some of them are ridiculous and you wouldn't be able to use it. But do use um, runes, do use symbols, do use veves. But if you don't have any of that, just simply use the planetary a glyph. That should do it. And, uh, you can look up really great books and yeah. different things. I 
I would say be a little careful and really cross-reference stuff when you're looking at Veves, especially up online. Right. Because I've seen people come in talking about like candles like for instance i knew this one person that would talk about like their success candles which would they would always work right but they'd always have like a huge consequence oh wow and so finally one day they showed us the veve that they were using for these and it was for papa legba and they didn't realize that it was corresponding with a with a spirit they thought it just meant success and so then i looked it up and i'm like yeah like if you type that in like it's it says success and you gotta like i feel like maybe this person just didn't do enough research but um you gotta really make sure that you're doing that but there are some really incredible sources and books and things out there and you can also what what's your view on creating your own symbols because i've done it and sometimes it works, and I find really great ones that I've added to my book of shadows. And other times I feel like they've missed their mark. Okay, well, that's that's the purpose. I feel like after you become, you know, after you've studied for a while, after you've been practicing magic for a while and using other people's sigils or veves that you know that are proved to work, you might want to try creating one on your own. But the, the thing is, you have to make sure it works. It, what good is it if you create a sigil and it doesn't fucking work? Mm-hmm. So that's why before putting anything out there, do it for yourself. See what results you get. If you're not getting any results after three times, then you know, okay, this symbol sucks. But, I mean, you might get some really good results. I've created some sigils that work very well, mm-hmm. but I also had to test them because I would never do put out there anything I didn't test. Yeah. There's also really great sigils and stuff like that that you can find on Pinterest. Right. Which has been kind of cool. And again, some of them, like, I think you also have to, like, vibe with it. So when you look at the symbol, you'll know whether or not it's something that you should even try and test out or right. play with. Um, and sometimes, a lot of times on Pinterest, I see the symbol and it's just, eh. But sometimes I find one I really like. Right. Exactly. Now, some of the books I would recommend, I love Scott Cunningham. He has a great book, Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs, as well as a um, crystals, metal stone book but any herb book that magical herb book that tells the properties of the herbs as well as a stone book that tells the properties of the stones is very helpful i do use lady ria's uh, veves a lot and she has a great uh candle book but i mean like you said resources are available online you can just look up things but double check it make sure they're coming from a reputable source Mm Bookwise for crystals, I also really like the Crystal Bible. Okay. Um, Crystal Bible is great because it has pictures for reference. Because how many times have you like found one that's like been in your pocket or something? And you're like, I don't even know what this is. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's it. and then Love Is in the Earth is another really good one. But I think that book got discontinued. Oh wow. But it has a ton. It doesn't have any pictures, so you have to know what you're looking looking oh, wow. at. But it has like really obscure crystals in there too. Ooh, yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, but it is good to have picture, pictures <laughs> to, so you can compare. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, that could be part of your building up your, your magical cabinet, having your magical books as well. Um, so that's some of the books that I... But, you know, resources are out there. They're vast. Um, let's see. If someone asks you to, to do a candle for them, that's fine as long as you're not using manipulation. But make sure they you get an exchange of coin. So... What do I mean by that? Take a little bit of paint. Excuse me. It's fine. Because, excuse me. Because what that does is it releases your karmic. Your karmic. Whatever, you know, your working you did, you handed it over to them. If they didn't give you coin, that means you're still carrying that. So you want to release yourself of that. Mm-hmm. So, so it that, has to be a trade of some sort right, that happens. Some, yes. Something that, yeah. Yeah. So make sure you do that if you're um, 
working candle magic for somebody. And sometimes you're so emotionally involved in the work that you've learned to do, sometimes it's okay to pass it to a fellow witch, someone you trust to do the work for you, because you're so emotionally attached and involved in it, it's, the right energy almost can't go into it. Yeah. And I think that um, it's best to not, I mean, sometimes you can really use that energy to your advantage. Um, but like sometimes when I'm just too involved with whatever's going on for me, I call you, mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, and it's just because it's not something where I feel in that moment, I feel more distressed rather than empowered where I can take this energy and throw it at something or not do it the right way. Yes. And I kind of think sometimes it's almost like reading for yourself. It's very difficult uh, to you, do. You really can't. You really, yeah. really can't. I can't. I read into myself. I read into the reading and I, I make up stuff. I don't like stuff. I'll change it around. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't <laughs> it, work. It really doesn't. And I kind of think that my, my philosophy with candles often is the same way. I do candles for myself on occasion, but if there's something I really need to get the shit done and it feels important, I pass it off to someone else. That is, if you're fortunate enough to know somebody else, because some people right, don't. Right. They um, don't. That's true. But that's where, you know, you can also find reputable people online and, yes. or, you know, and do things like that as well. Warning, warning, warning. If you find somebody who's going to do a candle for you and it costs more than $30, turn around and run the other way. Yeah. That work should not cost, it should cost $30 and under. It should not be hundreds of dollars. Do not fall for that. That is full of, they're full of shit. No matter how special they tell you the candle no. is. No. 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 You never pay buku bucks for magic. Don't mm -mm. do it. They're trying to rip you off. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. We've heard it so many so times. So many times. I mean, people mm -hmm. people have lost their entire fortune. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's so ridiculous. But, yep. but like it that, happens. But it, it happens. It does happen so, because people are very convincing and telling you you have a curse on you and it needs to be removed. Give me all your jewelry, all your money and blah, blah, blah. And people are going to go for it. I don't mm -hmm. know. Some people no, just go for it. No, it's true. It's super fucking true. And here's another warning. Be very, very, very careful when doing any kind of healing work. Mm -hmm. Yes, 100%. Um, I don't know if I've told the story on before. I'm not sure. But when I first started doing candles many, 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 many years ago, uh, a friend of mine, she had a lot of things wrong with her. She had cancer. She had MS and all this. She asked me to do a candle for her, a healing candle, which I did. And two weeks later, she was dead. And I went crying to my high priest. Oh, my God, I just killed my friend. And I, she asked me to do a healing candle. He said, mm-hmm. I go, what do you mean, mm-hmm? He goes, well, sometimes, Monica, death is the healing. Mm -hmm. So be very careful, people. You don't want to go around killing anybody. And just know that that could be the outcome of a healing work. So I kind of veer far away from healing work. I won't do it anymore. I'm, I'm like, I have a stigma. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Uh, yeah, I'm a little, I'll, I'll do healing work, but then again, I'm also practiced and, and experienced with energy healing. Mm -hmm. And oh, I that's feel different. like, that's yeah. Different. So when it comes to doing healing candles, it's really not my favorite, my favorite approach to healing work just because of that. But even then energy healing, even acupuncture, like if you were, if you were on the way out and it's going to happen, yeah. it, it helps make it a smoother right, transition right, for you. Yes. And so it is one of those things And I've had, I remember when my friend's grandmother was passing and it was time and she just, you know, her and her mom wanted more time. Right, right. And they called both me and the store. They called you too. They were looking for you to do a healing candle for her grandmother to heal her, to give her a couple more weeks. I'm like, that's not the way this is going to work. Yeah. And I told them no. Um, there's also different candles that you do for surgery. You right, know, you don't yes. go and like, you know, go for like healing for the person if they're having surgery. No, you can go to, to aid the doctor in mm -hmm. being, doing the best surgery 
you can. Exactly. Give them that skill and that precision and right. sight. Like if, yeah. Yeah. So that's a way around it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But be very, very careful when you're doing any kind of work with healing. And if you must, it's all in your wording. Like I would kind of word it like, I want this person healed in this place, in this time now, on this earth, mm-hmm. in the present moment. Yes, things like that. Be very clear on what you're you're stating. I'm really more for your spell to rid disease. That's a really good one oh, for I, healing. I, yeah, I mean, I, that was just spirit talking to me, that's for sure. So here's a tricky candle. Whew. Um, here's a, here's a tricky candle that a lot of some people ask me for protection candles. Okay. Now, that that's not generally the way I personally work my protection magic. Um, I've had to do it in certain instances when it's like you know the person's far away mm-hmm. and I can't make a mojo bag or do something for them that way. So what would you do if someone approaches you for like a just general I need protection? Like what what do you do? I do well. There's a seal for that. Okay. There's a sigil for that. I would use that specific sigil for it. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, would that be Saturn? A Saturday thing? Um. I don't know. I think I I might go with Monday for protection as well. Uh, Why Monday? Because that it rules protection. The moon. Oh, okay. So I would totally. I think I would go with white. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for Monday. So that's probably the way I would go. Um, yeah. Let me, let me double check that. Because, yeah, Monday. I would okay. Do Monday. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking about candles themselves, because you know. I think we're really blessed that we have access to all the stuff that we do, but that's not always the case. True. Um, and you can go to the dollar store. You can you get just like the plain ones right. in the jars. Those ones are really great, especially because they're not scented. Because once you have scents in them, there's different oils and right, exactly. things like that going on. So that kind of shifts it. But you got to work with what you got. So maybe the only thing you have available to you is drugstore candles that have a scent to them. Yeah. Well, in that case, I mean, most of the time the scents are pretty corresponding. Like if you're going to get a pink candle or something, it usually smells like roses or something That's like true. that, right? That's so, true. So you got to luck out there. But And people ask me, what about, is the size of the candle, does the size matter? And Size matters, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, in some cases, size does matter. But not in the case of the candle world, okay? Um, but what you put in is what you get out. I mean, if you only have a little, um, what do they call those? Little fat, stubby ones. What are they? Uh, uh, votive? Votives. If you only have a votive, it's going to be a little <laughs> harder to carve everything in there. But it, the work should be the same. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if you're really putting your major effort into it, get a little bigger candle because then you have time to watch it go down, whatever. Even if you get, like, the emergency candles, like those tapers, yeah, like, you know, those ones yeah, are you good. Yeah, those. Those are for quick ones. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, one time my daughter called me when I was working and her dog escaped mm-hmm. and ran away. And I just pulled one of those yellow yellow candles. I put yellow or brown for St. Saint Francis of Assisi or St. Anthony at the same time. And I we did it. And, and we, by the end of the day, she had her dog back. So You know what's funny is that those tapers, they're easier to carve in because they're longer, but they actually burn faster yeah, than Yeah, they photos. do burn faster. The little taper candles, mm-hmm. the chine candles. So. I had, um no, like the, like the tapers. Oh, the, the big ones. Yeah. Like, the, like the, you have on a dinner table. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know what? A lot of chime candles will actually burn almost the same as like the dinner table candles. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. crazy. Um, I had a friend that's just like super um 
set in her very weird ways and she um she practices magic but she's just so in the closet about it and fearful so she doesn't want to have any candles in her house at all in case someone might think it's magic so what she would do actually is use birthday candles because she wanted something that would burn really fast so no one would see (coughs) yeah and um we started joking and we'd call it her fast food magic because boom it would just happen and sometimes it was a little half-assed but it's because she always used like these tiny little things but it it did get results and what she would do is because obviously can you imagine how laughable would be trying to freaking carve a birthday candle um so what she would do is she would draw it all out on a piece of paper and do whatever she needed to do and put the birthday candle on top of it or 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 draw it it out and then we'll burn it Mm -hmm. exactly that's and it. that's how she would do it but yeah it definitely like i can't knock it i would i had made fun of her when i first saw her do it and i just thought she was just being so ridiculous but it honestly did work. um it, it worked yeah. it produced results um it's not something that I, I would do it in a pinch if i had to or when i want something really really fast right boom i go Quick. for small candles for the for the fast food type magic yeah but for something a little bit bigger i do try and get a bigger candle yeah. if if yeah. time will allow it yes you know? yes absolutely so there are many different ways and methods to do it, and this is one of the ways you can do it. Um, so I hope, uh, but you know, I also want to just touch on, um, don't get obsessed with them. Don't, you know, let's, it's like a 50-50 deal. Keep one foot in the mundane, one foot in the spiritual. You cannot be all in the spiritual, all in the mundane, because that's like overkill. You have to kind of keep the balance and remember that as you're walking your walk as a witch in your life and um if you remember that you'll be fine Mm -hmm. you will be golden yes we are gonna wrap it up because actually monica is gonna go mosey right on over to her computer and go teach her wicca 101 yes i am um so we're gonna wrap it up so i think you guys got a lot to chew on you guys definitely have a lot of notes from this to to go ahead and try and write out really valuable shit that should go in your book of shadows absolutely put it in your book of shadows Mm -hmm. And don't forget about our raffle to win a free free reading. I think we've been not talking about that on the air. That is true. And can I say congratulations to Christine for winning our, our uh, May raffle? She, we, she did? She sure did. Oh, my God. That's yep. awesome. So, Excellent. Yeah, so congratulations to, to our dear friend Christine. Wow. Good for you. Good for you, Christine. Good. Mm-hmm. So it's only a dollar per entry. You can enter as much as you want, and you get a reading from both of us. So mm-hmm. it's will. a deal. Trust me, it's a deal because readings cost anywhere between $50 and $100 per shot. So you're really getting a deal. So. And you get a double whammy from both of us, Stragas. And where can they send that, Shauna? To my uh, Venmo, um, Intuitive Shauna. Ha- ha- not hashtag, like a little at symbol, Intuitive Shauna. You can find me on Venmo. You can send it there. And just make sure that you write raffle on it or wine spirits and witches or something so that I know what it's for. That's Monica's familiar, and he's telling you guys to enter the raffle, too. <laughs> um, who's your shout-out to? Oh, shout-out, shout-out. You go first because I have to think <laughs> about it now. I really love putting her on the spot. my shout out is to our our darling sister brooke okay i love her dearly i know that she listens to the show and i've been talking to her a lot over quarantine and she's just a really wonderful witch and i love her and i'm very happy that she has entered my magical life so shout out to you bitch i love you you. we love you (laughs) i think i'm gonna shout out to my coven brother tommy hey tommy if you're listening i miss you and love you and move back here where you belong that's all I'm going to say about that. 
<laughs> and there we go. So you know what, guys? Thank you so much for listening. Um, we look forward to another episode soon. Stay tight. Stay safe. Wear your mask. Wash your fucking hands. Don't breathe on people. And, you know, we're, we're all going to weather the storm together. And it, yes. it's rough, but we got it. We can we're do it. We're on Facebook and Instagram, so check us out. Yes, you are. Get, White like, Spirits and Witches. Talk to us there. And we'll be seeing you very soon. Yes. And until then, Merry Meet. Merry Part. And, and Merry, Merry Meet, meet again. again.